Welcome back to Refine the Podcast. <laughs> After a, I don't even know how long of a hiatus, we are back at Better Than Ever. Uh, I'm sitting here with uh, the newly married couple. Uh, it used to be Abby Moore. It is now Abby Terry. Whoop, whoop. And my brother Logan Terry is in the house. Yes, sir. Zane is off doing what Zane does and traveling. Um, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he lives out of a suitcase, and he'd be completely fine with that. He could do that the rest of his life. Um, but we are back, and we're excited to just uh, sit down and uh, just talk about what's been going on and uh, look at some scripture. And, uh, yeah. What's up, guys? What's up? What's how are up? you? <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm asking how you are. We, we know how we're doing, but we want to know how you guys are doing. So it's been a long time. Yeah, and and I promise, like we haven't uh, converted to like Buddhism or anything. Um, <laughs> we uh, we're still Christians. Uh, we still love the Lord. Um, we've still, you know, been gathering together uh, every Sunday, Wednesday, uh, doing the doing the church thing with each other, and uh, you know, being the body of believers. But obviously, you know, Logan and Abby, them getting married, getting a house, and they have a whole story they could tell about that, um, and all the trials they've been facing. And I graduated college. Um, couple months ago in april so it's just been busy for everybody um but me and logan were talking about it just ready to get back doing the podcast again so yeah i've been missing it a, a whole lot um and like he said we we've obviously we've still been um in fellowship with one another um including all of our uh, close friend group uh we hang out all, every weekend and we stay up till 2, 3 a.m. talking about, you know, scripture and any type of biblical topic um, to the point where Sunday morning rolls around and we're exhausted. Wesley's on stage bright and early first service and, um, you know, getting through it. But I know it's tiring. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like you said, we got married. Yeah, as y'all knew um, previous to, we did buy that home. Um, it was fully renovated. We had a few things here and there. Um, some spiritual warfare with the home, some flooding, some AC problems, and some uh, other car things. Troubles. Car, car troubles. Car troubles, Phone yeah. troubles. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, but it, we haven't given up on God. And if it wasn't for um, the community that we have with one another, uh, then we definitely wouldn't have gotten through it. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, I don't know about you guys, but that's probably what I'm going to um, speak on you know, today specifically, mostly just because that's what's on my heart and that's what we've been going through. Um, and I, you know, I could sit here and say me and Abby have been going through it and Wesley could talk about something completely different, but, um, to be honest, Wesley, including, you know, many other of our church family uh, and friends have been just as much part of this entire process as we have. Uh, they've gone through, you know, the flooding just as much as we have and the AC problems and the wedding and everything, they've all played a part in it. Um, so yeah. Yeah, a lot of highs and lows. Fair. I think in the last few months for all of us, because I mean, obviously, yeah. you guys getting married was like a huge high for everybody, right? Right. Um, but then you know, you guys having to go through what you guys have been through with the house, but it was a big low, too. But we didn't go through it alone, so in, yeah. in my opinion, it was still a, a big high. Um, it yeah. was tough in the moment, but uh, they do say trials don't last forever, and it, you know that's that's very true. They don't. Um, I just got a signal from the ring camera. Looks like my father is at our house to water our flowers and let our dogs out <laughs> so we can record a podcast. Shout out, Dad. Speaking of trials, I see you've turned to the book of Job. Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> flipping over there. And then I, when you said that, you know, I think at least for Abby and Logan both, I think I could speak um, for them and, and say that, uh, you know, they, they counted it all joy 
when they face trials of various kinds. And, you know, you see that in James 1. And um, because they know that the testing of their faith produces steadfastness, um, you know, it's helped them grow in their faith. And, and then us being able to help out whatever we can or um, even, you know, I've been able to help out some other people in the church that had, like, there was a guy that had a, uh, he's on the worship team. He had a tree fall in his yard and knock out his power for like a week. Um, you know, it was a tough week for him, but just me and a couple other people being able to go and help him, like, it's been a huge blessing for me to be able to um, help them count it all joy that, hey, you know, the tree didn't fall in your house. It, it fell right. beside your house and took out your power line. And um, so there's blessings in the skies and the, in the trials. Well, you know, that day when he was up on stage, he was saying, like, even though it was devastating for them, like, it meant more to him to have, like, all 20 of everybody from LifePoint come and help mm-hmm. him and just be there with him through all of that. So it's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's about having hope in God and uh, staying true to his word and believing in him. And uh, when you need help, accepting other people's help. That's the hard part. That's what we talked about last night. Me and Abigail, we have um, a set of really, really great neighbors, husband and wife, and um, they're just amazing people. And so last night we got to have a conversation with them and, um, you know, not to air out their personal life, uh, keep that private, but they have just recently gone through something that is is traumatizing. Um, But um, good thing is, is God answered um, and there is... Uh, you know, healing in their situation. Uh, And they were able to share that, you know, with us. And so it was humbling, you know, to hear because I I remember specifically his wife, you know, asking us for prayer and, you know, bawling her eyes out. And I prayed. And around that same time, right before we got married, uh, this was like the week before, you know, marriage, uh, our AC had went out completely. And so we had to, you know, figure that situation out. And I was living in the home with no AC. It, It was, you know, very humbling. And, um, I'd say when that happened, I was very calm. And um, I don't know if, you know, I mean, Abby have talked about it. I don't know if she, you know, was questionable or questionable, like curious as to how I was so calm or whatnot. But I just remember praying for him, um, her husband, and thinking, you know, I could have it way worse than what I do right mm-hmm. now. You know, this is, the, this is the least of my concern. Yeah, AC went out. This is terrible. It's midsummer. We're, we're a week away from saying I do, going on our honeymoon. How are we going to afford this? How are we going to go through this? And, you know. It was um, less than a week away, like two days was. before the it wedding. It was right before the wedding. It was. Um, and, I mean, we, yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty bad. But at the same time, it, there's his situation was a whole lot worse. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it did humble us and. It was able to keep me at bay and realize, you know, God's working in my life. You know, that's not the worst thing that could happen. But it's funny because the more hopeful I was, the more the enemy wanted to tempt. Mm-hmm. And he kept throwing things our way after oh, the honeymoon. Came back and he just kept on. And, uh, you know, we ca- I caved. I did. Like, I'm not going to sit here on, on a podcast and tell everybody that I kept it together because eventually I caved and I went, I lost my mind. When, when the house flooded, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, went, I went crazy. I lost my mind, and I was like, I can't, like, God, I can't keep doing this. You know, this is just so much. And it's funny, though, because me and Abby swapped roles. I was just about um, to say that. Like, I was always the calm one, and she was always the one to freak out about every little thing. Um, and then when the house flooded, I, was, I, that, I lost my mind, and Abby was like, it's okay. And I'm like, what? Who are you? Like, this is completely different than what I'm used to. Um, but we, God really showed me that we worked well together as a team. And when I, as a husband, couldn't provide in the way that I, I needed to and, and be her stronghold, um, maybe, just maybe, God answered to my many times of patience uh, 
and said, you know what, I'm going to use Abigail in this moment to humble you and uh, to be there for you. So, you know, it, it, it was very, uh, very nice having you by my side during that. What have you, uh, what have you been learning, Abby? Like what's I've been revealing to you? Well, when we were talking to our neighbors last night, we were talking a lot about just each of those things that had happened to us before the wedding. And um, as Logan was saying, I'm not someone who's always very calm. (laughs) When something bad happens, I tend to really freak out. And um, when I was on stage with Gabe that one Sunday, you know, he asked me the question, like, what's one thing that you still struggle with, like as Mm -hmm. a woman in God? And I was saying, always having anxiety about things that I can't control. And um, God gave me lots of opportunities to learn how to do that yep. while we were preparing to get married. And um, I was always somebody who felt like they had to have control over every mm. little situation. And um, when each of those things happened, it, he was like, that's just not how this works. You're yeah. not going to have control over anything when you fully submit your life to me. But you don't have to because I have control over it. And it took about probably 20 things happening before I realized that. But now after going through all of that, I feel more confident and just, I think that's where I kind of came to that day when the house flooded, because that was the most recent thing that had happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, each of those things, when my car broke down, when Logan's tires blew out, then when my car broke down again, and then when the AC went out and then both of our phones shattered, like each of those things, God provided each of those times. So when there was standing walls, when we were just standing in water <laughs> in, in our house, house, yes, I just had to stand there and tell myself, okay, this is all of those times that God provided. He's not going to not provide this time. Yeah. Like, I know he will. I don't know how. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it was it seemed very traumatic in the time when you're just standing in your house and there's water up to your ankles. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, his dad was able to come over, fix it, and um actually the neighbors were talking about like this was after the wedding we had used all of our wedding money they had brought us a lowe's gift card and so happened to be that that fix was the exact amount of the gift card that they had given us that's crazy i didn't even think about that so it's just like even really was it was like just a few dollars like three dollars over what they had given us and so we weren't expecting to get any more money they gave us that literally two days later our house flooded and that was exactly what we needed to go get the supplies to fix it so i didn't think about that and these are the same people that we were talking about earlier i i totally forgot now is this the neighbor that's to the left if you're looking at your front door is it to the left the the, the catty corner corner one got okay yeah yeah if if you're standing on my front porch right there to To the the left left. see i didn't know i didn't know that all this had transpired yeah Uh, i mean i haven't talked to you guys about that that's really cool yeah it is it's just he found a way every time that's why that day when he was having his moment i just had to stand firm because i knew if he would have helped us all those other times he's not going to decide oh today i'm not going to help him yeah yeah. i think that's just the common theme i guess for y'all is just that god provides Mm -hmm. kind of what he's been teaching teaching y'all which makes sense because y'all just started got a house and got a you know, got to provide for each other for the first time. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's wisdom behind that. Yeah, you will. I mean, I've, I've seen it. Um, we talked about it this morning, my mom, uh, she told a story about, uh, when she was doing children's ministry, she had, she took a large pay cut to do that. Um, cause God called her to it. And, um, man, there was like thing after thing after thing that happened. And it came to a point where there was one time where, um, you know, like locker rooms are like nasty. Yeah. I brought home bed bugs because another teammate of mine had <laughs> bed bugs. And so I bring home bugs and one of my buddies spend the nights at my house and he's got perfect skin, like nothing yeah. wrong with him. Well, he's eat up on the face when we wake up in the morning and we're like, what's going on here? So we lift up my bed and it's like 
thousands of nasty. But it was going to cost $5,000 to maybe fix that. Right. And we had to, like, wash and dry everything, and I had to throw away all my furniture and stuff. Well, while we're washing and drying everything, the washer and dryer breaks. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, of course. And uh, my mom said that she's never in her life, like, it still blows her mind to this day that she would go to the mailbox to get mail and it would be like money, money that was for mm-hmm. the exact amount that she needed and yeah. had no idea who it came yeah. from or what it came from. And so, I mean, he, he provides, he does, he promise, he doesn't promise to like just give us a Ferrari and a, and a Porsche, but Absolutely. you know, he promises right. to provide for our needs. You know, I've noticed that God shows up when we truly need it. Um, and yeah. God shows up when we least expect it. But when you start having these expectations, you know, of, God just blessing every every inch of your life, you know, with all these things that truly don't matter. Um, you know, you kind of lose sight of the God you serve. But when when you're sold out to Christ fully and you're genuinely, you have all your hope in Him, no matter what you are going through in that mo- in in those moments. Um, and it could be for a you know a long time. It could be a long trial that you're going through. Um, God, He He's always there with you. He never forsakes his children. Um, and the more that we thank God instead of questioning God, the more that God has revealed you know, to us. Um, and I think, it, I, I think it has everything to do with us and our decisions. You know, uh, God's always there. I mean, he's standing with arms wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times we, we don't see that you know, because we are so caught up in the moment, um, and in our feelings and, you know, our emotions and we blame God or we get upset with God and we question God and God's like, I'm here, I'm here you know, dude. like I'm, I'm, I'm on your side. You know, I didn't cause this, um, but I am the only fix to it, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah. And the, the reason why I had Job pulled up here is because in, um, let's see, it's Job 13. It, it says, um, Job continues still. I will, hope in God. And just like in Romans 15, 13, uh, it, it talks about um, having hope in God and overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit and hope, you know, um, through through Christ and having hope in Him. And uh, the reason for that, and I'll go to the verse in a second so I can read it verbatim, but um, it's such a, a great verse to, to keep, you know, in our back pocket when we start going through things. Um, let me go to that verse real quick so I can read it instead of paraphrasing it. But it is Romans fifteen thirteen. Yeah, and this seems to be a common theme in a lot of our conversations, though, is uh, just the idea of we decide to question God. Mm-hmm. And I know we talked about this yesterday, and we didn't even talk about Job, but we, we talked about Gideon and we talked yes. about um, Zechariah yeah. and Elizabeth and how they, like, we're questioning God, like an angel, like an angel literally showed up, told Elizabeth, told Zechariah what was about to go down. They were about to give birth to John the Baptist. And Zechariah was like questioning God. Well, the angel was like, okay, well, we're basically, so we're going to sew your mouth shut until the sun arrives. And uh, that's what happened. And uh, yeah. And I'll brush up on Gideon just because I did want to talk about that a little bit, but in Romans fifteen thirteen, it says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Um, and I keep this verse on my, um, like, in, in my cubicle at work uh, to just remind me, no matter what I'm faced with throughout the day, just have hope in Christ. Because at the end of the day, if I have hope, um, that hope will fill me with joy and peace and believing that, you know, Jesus Christ and the power of his Holy Spirit has come into my life, has taken full control, um, and has surrounded me with grace, mercy, and love. Uh, and I'm to live by that. And then in Job 13, 
he goes on to say, behold, like my eye has seen all this. My ear has heard and understood it. What you know, I also know. I am not inferior to you, but I would speak to the Almighty, and I desire to argue my case with God. As for you, you whitewash with lies, worthless physicians are you all. Oh, that you would keep silent, and it would be your wisdom. Hear now my argument and listen to the pleading of my lips. Will you speak falsely for God and speak deceitfully for him? Will you show partiality towards him? Will you plead the case for God? Will it, will it be well with you when he searches you out? Or can you deceive him as one deceives a man? And it reminds me of that questioning that Gideon had in God uh, and Zechariah as well. And it, it brings me back to a place of, can I deceive God? You know, can mm-hmm. I, you know, question God and try to trick him into giving me the answers that I want? No, you know, that's not going to happen. But a lot of times uh, we have people in our lives um, who are giving us, you know, stray advice or ourselves in our own flesh are telling ourselves, you know, well, we can get, we don't have to go through trials to live a peaceful life. Well, that's false information. You have to go through trials. That's part of being a Christian. Um, and you can't swindle or sway God or, or what his plan is for your life. Um, and so through trials, we find hope through his Holy Spirit. And by that, we find joy and peace, uh, which we just read in Romans. So if you want to, you can brush up on Gideon unless you had something else so I can stop talking. Well, I mean, I think that we could read Psalm 1 and because yeah. we talked about it yesterday. And, um, and it goes along with what Logan just said. And, um, you know, we hear we hear so many different opinions from so many different people. Um, but as, as Christ followers, we're called to to know the word. Um, and be able to uh, decipher what is truth and what is not truth on our own. Um, you know, we're not called to just listen to what the pastor says and just assume that it's right. We're not called to listen to what the priest says or the pope says and just assume that it's right. But we're called to rightly divide the word of truth. And I don't know where what verse yeah. that exactly is, but that's that's uh, exactly what it says. I believe it's in Timothy. Um, but like Psalm one, it says, "Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked." nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Um, you know, the key behind that, and something that we kind of noticed yesterday, was that, that first verse is almost like a progression of sin. Um, you know, at first when you meet somebody, you're kind of walking with them. You know, you're kind of hanging out with them. You're kind of around them. Um, then you're standing with them, and you're standing beside them. Uh, kind of doing what they do, uh, taking up for them, you know, being on their side. And then eventually you're sitting down, you're breaking bread with them, uh, and you're having dinner with them, and, uh, you know, you're you're with them all the time. And that becomes an issue because if, if you're doing that with the wrong person or, you know, you kind of flirt around with listening to somebody and just assuming that they're right and you don't uh, divide the word for yourself and, and, and truthfully discern whether or not what they're preaching to you is right or wrong, then... Eventually, you're sitting down with somebody that's leading you completely down the wrong direction. Right. Um, that goes for friends. That goes for a pastor that you might listen to on YouTube, or that goes for you know whatever. Um, 
I don't know. I feel like I went way off. No, I think it ties together. So what I was going to say to tie those two points together is obviously what I just discussed going through these trials and having hope in Christ and whatnot. I would struggle if it wasn't for Abigail. And I would struggle if it wasn't for you. I would struggle if it wasn't for all of our friends who have stood by our side through all those trials. And so what it eventually, you know, comes down to is community and being there for one another, which is exactly what you essentially just read and talked about. Um, and we, we tend to, you know, do all these things in, in regards to just questioning God or, um, you know, not being faithful in those times. But if we have people in our lives, you know, like yourself, if me and Abby are going through something and you give us an encouraging word and say you show up, you show up with food or whatever, um, or on a weekend just to hang out and simply um, give us the fellowship that we need, um, vice versa, you know, we have that community and um, with one another, we're reminded that, hey, we can't do this alone. Mm-hmm. Um, we absolutely need, you know, one another. And what we read yesterday in Psalm 1 is a perfect way the It's not as deep, I guess, as you could – we could complicate that question. Um, because at the end of the day, the, w- the reason why I asked that is because if you don't come back to the source of life, which is Christ and which is his word, um, then you're going to – <laughs> fall off the wagon if you try to right. evangelize and you go and hang out with somebody that might not be on the same path as you are you're going to fall right back into the same trap that you were in right so it, ask the question one more time so yeah like, where do you think we fall short when it comes to delighting in the law of the lord so the key part of that and the reason why i want you to repeat it so we could hear it's delighting in the law of the lord and that's what we talked about so much how do you even get to the point where you delight in the law of the lord considering we are you know, born into sin and our flesh desires, like it says, the flesh and spirit, you know, mm-hmm. wages war against one another. So if by nature our flesh wants sin, how is it possible that we can delight in the law of the Lord? One, it is that community, you know, but what it all boils down to, and again, this is my opinion based off of scripture and based off of what I have learned and read throughout my time of being a Christian. Um, it's all about your own personal relationship with Christ. So at the end of the day, I'm not as strong. And, and again, the Bible talks about we can do all these great, wonderful things that, you know, through the Lord, like cast out demons and, you know, heal the sick and stuff yeah. with, you know, through Christ, obviously. But at the end of the day, we could still end up in hell if we don't have a personal relationship yeah. with Jesus Christ. All these things are just, it's, they're, I guess, like add ons to the Christian faith. Me being a Christian isn't about me going to heaven or about me doing all these wonderful things being a christian is about me giving myself over to christ my my residency is already in heaven Mm -hmm. you know when i asked jesus into my heart he gave me a promised seat on the throne along you know beside him i don't have to work towards that anymore he's going to transform me anyways if i have truly given myself to him and truly accepted christ as my savior he'll make all those things happen but he has called us to go out, go out and make disciples of all nations. That's why discipleship is so important. And so when we have that hope in Christ and we know, look, I don't have to wake up and try to prove myself to God. Mm-hmm. I'm incapable of proving myself to God in the first place. That's why he sent his son to intervene on my behalf because I'm crap without Jesus. <laughs> I mean, for real, <laughs> so, for lack of a better term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so at the end of the day, I already know that, look, Jesus Christ saved my soul. I am forgiven and sanctified through his blood. Let me go share that with my neighbor, or let me go have a conversation with our neighbors. Let them inspire us, and we inspire them, uh, vice versa. And um, 
and we start doing these things and we start involving ourselves with community we start going to, we don't neglect to meet and we meet people who share the same values and beliefs and want to grow in christ that is essentially what god's called us to do yeah. that's life yeah he's called us to accept him i said that this morning in the wrap of the sermon but he's called us to accept him yeah. and what he's done for us through his son and then after that we're called to be sanctified and grow into more refined disciples. <laughs> I think Christ. it was the best wrap up you've ever done. Really? Well, yeah. that makes me feel good um, then. Well, and, and this morning I texted you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's so funny. The enemy didn't want yeah. anybody to hear that. Oh, gosh, no. And I said that. I literally said the enemy <laughs> yeah. don't want anybody to hear this. But uh, yeah. But Abby, it, what do you think about the free gift that we have through Jesus? Well, I was going to revert back to your original question. And I was going to talk about the two things that y'all had touched on. One about you saying, like, not just going with what one person is saying and believing full-heartedly in that, and then talking about the community. The first point, I feel like, for me personally, Logan knows how hard this has been for me in terms of finding friends that were leading me down the right path. Mm. And I don't remember if I talked about this on the last time that I was on here or not, but... I mean, I was in a period of waiting for friends for, what, two whole years? Yeah, a long And it's time. A long because I, I had to remove myself from sticking with that crowd that was making me flirt with that sin and just going along with whatever they say without, um, you know, doing that research myself. And, yeah. that. and I feel like a lot of times we get complacent, um, even if we are doing the things that the three of us do on a daily basis, going to church, going to Wednesday night, serving tonight, all the things that we do, I feel like we still have to dive into that ourselves because yeah. it's easy for me to just be like, well, I'm at church four days a week, so I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to read my Bible tonight. But it doesn't work yeah. like that because I'm just going along with the day-to-day things that I do and still yeah. not investing in this for myself. It's good. That's a word. That's really good, Abby. <laughs> I mean, that's really good. I'm over here smiling. Okay, well, that's I don't good. remember my second point of what I was going to say. That you were just going to talk about community, I think. Uh, you said you were going to kind of talk about about that, but you really kind of did. I guess I did. Okay, yeah, I touched on both But, I mean, parts. yeah, I mean, I remember, I mean, you really were, like, you were searching for yes. good, godly friends. That not we're just going to be there for just a short season, but somebody that's oh. going to be there for Yes, that's life. what I was going to say. And it, was, and it was especially difficult because I feel like until – it was really right around the time that Logan and I got married up until like present day today that I got those friends. Um, And that was something that was really difficult because when Logan and I were first going through all those trials, like I didn't have those people to support me. I had Mm -hmm. you and Paxton's and, you know, all of Logan's friends, but I was still kind of missing my, like what I would be. You had the fellas. You didn't have the ladies. Yes. I didn't have the ladies yet. But, you know, now I'm here on this other side and I have all of our friends, Abby, Mm -hmm. Aaron, Rebecca, Riley, you know, everybody that comes over to our house every weekend now at this point and i was i had to trust god in that and logan knows that there were times that i was like god why have you not sent Mm -hmm. me what i'm looking for i've been waiting for two years and i finally got that and i see now why god was making me wait Mm -hmm. was because it would have been very easy for me to just go back to the people that um were not the best community for me so i guess i was going to say just if you don't feel a part of that community yet and you feel like God has you in that season of waiting that it is worth it because once you have that community, it's just irreplaceable. Oh, gosh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've said it time and time again to Logan, like, I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I've, I've been offered jobs, not. like, <laughs> at work, you know. They've offered me jobs for me to travel. And I, like, they offered me one at the beach. They offered me one, like, in a couple of states over. And it's like, I ain't ever going to take that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be here. I'll work part-time. And, and until you give me a full-time spot here in Decatur, I'm not going nowhere. And 
That's the way I look at it. I mean, that community is, it's irreplaceable. That's a good word for it. Which I think not to cut our time short, but would be a great transitioning, um, part into our next episode. Um, we are getting close on time here, so we're going to try our very best to start recording again. Oh, Um, don't, don't promise them nothing. That's why I said (laughs) try our very best to start recording again, (laughs) uh, and, and, Putting out some podcasts yeah. here and there um, instead of you know yeah. one every three months. And or I whatever. think too, I've thought about this, and I haven't even communicated this to Logan. But even if you know we're not able to sit down and do one together, I've even thought like if I have the gear at my house, I'll pop it out and maybe do a devotion or something, yeah. do something quick, just to keep you guys you know engaged. Um, and because I know that this has blessed a lot of people, and it blesses us uh, if one person you know even watches this, you know. It's yep. worth it. Um, we can start recording. We yeah. hang out every weekend. I know. Saturday That's nights. Now that well. all the wedding chaos is over, it's much easier to. Yeah. It was just, we were so, all of us, you with school, trying to graduate, us with the wedding. It, it was, was bad. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. It was really bad. And then you still, you know, we still are, we we're still going to church and still doing all the things. And it was like, man, I'm getting a little overwhelmed here, you know. But we've taken a step back and I think everything's kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have just said that out loud because it's probably going to get crazy again. Well, yeah, nah, I think we just be jinxed right. ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Yeah. The more that we have each other, we can we can just go through the stress and anxiety together. Oh yeah, we'll be all right. Any final words? Not me. Any final words, time. Abby? See you next time. Yeah. Huh? All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in to us. Um, we will catch you on the next episode. That's a wrap. See y'all.